A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, welcome to Redman News. It's Tuesday the 5th of November. I am Ross Charlie doing my Tom Dalton for this one. And you never guess what, Tom? Go on. We're back by the Athletic. Oh, <laughs> you knew it's that not was like coming. we've told you this <laughs> You know this, but we're going to carry on. Uh, as a Redmen News subscriber, viewer, whatever you're listening, whatever you're doing, uh, you can, you're entitled to a 30-day free trial and 50% of your yearly subscription. Uh, £2.50 a month. Loads of great writers. You know, you can name them by now. You should know them off by heart. Just write them in the comments below. Yeah. After Ross has just told you them. Cy Hughes, James Pierce, <laughs> Rafa Honigstein, <laughs> Ollie Kay. <laughs> There's loads, honestly. Yeah. There's hey. loads. But in all seriousness, there's a, a very good variant of, of news, um, in-depth stuff, analytics stuff, not just not your normal breaking news, some insights. You know, we we go on about this, but like the James Pierce one with Trent Alexander-Arnold, a bit of an exclusive, really yeah. different. Thomas Pitt one out today, which is completely different. It might not suit everyone, um, but regardless, it's an historic piece on Liverpool Football Club, and it's actually really interesting. I think this is brilliant. I mean, this came out. I think it was like five or six hours ago, and it's called "How the Cop Became the Cop." And and it, it, it's about the Boer Ward and, and, and stuff like that, but it's, 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 it's basically how the spying cop became like part of football like literature. I mean, I've lost my point in the article, which I had, so give me two seconds to find it. Here it is. So it's basically talking about, it says, the two-word phrase quickly entered the everyday vocabulary as an area of land. It's talking about the spying cop. Um, there was a place in Mansfield, there was a cemetery in Hartlepool and the Scottish coal mine and stuff like that. And, and these were just like, like names given to... to I don't know how to fully explain it. It goes so in depth in the article. It's really, really fascinating, and and and, and a lot of clubs adopted this. A lot of clubs adopted this phrase, and Arsenal had it for for a long time, and and uh, other cops would rise at Hillsborough and Bramall Lane and Sheffield, and then and then Liverpool finally got it, and and it stuck with Liverpool. Uh, Arsenal's cop had gone. Liverpool's cop was young. It was neither famous nor infamous. Its time will come, and it, it, it's really interesting because I'd never thought about this, Ross. I never thought where did the cop come from. I I just grew up knowing that it was the cop, and then I read this this morning, and I was blown away by it, like the how steeped it is in history. I, I had a rough idea because I think I've heard the story a couple of times before. And I think one or two of the Liverpool songs actually uh, is is adopted from 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 this story. Mm. Um, but I didn't manage the detail and stuff that kind of went into it, so it's it kind of, it was, it was actually really good. Go over there, yeah. genuinely checking out. I mean, we're not doing justice whatsoever. It is a fantastic bit of bit of content, and, and it just shows that. Uh, the, the best part about The Athletic is these uh, these writers have a lot of time to to, to spend on these articles and, and go in-depth on the research, and that's what makes it the best for me in terms of you get to sit down and use all of the contacts and, and really think about the piece. 
and, and we've had James Pearson before doing our newsroom and he tells us just about how much freedom he's got in terms of he's not expected to do a write-up after the game. He can go there, get contact for a future article, which makes that article so much better. Yeah. It's really good. It's entirely dependent on what, what you want. If you just yeah. want like breaking news, news now or whatever, stuff like that, then go and do that. But if you're interested in, in your reading in-depth stuff and, and learning a bit more and just seeing something like Tom says is a bit more well-rounded, it's worth checking out. We know he does anything that we, that we plug it, but obviously, you know, we enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's obviously game day, Liverpool versus Genk tonight. It's a bit of team news, or, or not team news, I suppose. Um, Liverpool face Genk, go uh, a little bit closer to the qualification for Champions League uh, knockout stages, um, but there's no fresh injury concerns for Jurgen Klopp on his side. So he says, we'll hopefully have a couple of fresh legs in. Uh, it's clear that we want that, but it's not like we will do so many changes that you cannot recognise our team anymore and think, who is that? Um, I think it's right, isn't it? Look, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of fixed news. Obviously, we played Aston Villa on the weekend. We've got Genk now, to, well, tonight. And then we've got to face, it's a massive game in the Premier League, City. Yes, we have a lot of time in between. I was speaking about it on the starting 11. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, go over there and have a look. Obviously, I took a lot of your guys' comments and, and, and seen different variations of what you guys would like to have seen. We've obviously got the build-up show out there as well, where uh, Ross, Ross does a great job of hosting that show as well. But I are think these not we, easy boots to fill, Paul and Chris? No, I mean, there's a few comments wishing them back for City. They will be back for City, don't worry. But I think the fresh leg thing's massive. It's something that Klopp's kind of spoke about throughout his tenure at Liverpool. Fresh legs is, is first and foremost. Yeah, it's something that we discussed on, on the build-up show. Actually, I'm interested in your thoughts if you if you're listening or, or, or watching to this. Of, I think the midfield's the big one. Obviously, Fabinho was rested the weekend, which having back in. You, as a fan, I can't help but have one mind on the Man City game yeah. that. But it also because it's such a huge game, you can get if you can get three points here at Genk up and go go strong. Then we need one point if Napoli win from the last two games to show qualification to, to the group stages and then it's battle between first and second. So who you prefer to see tonight, uh, who you drop? Mohamed Salah was another one who's had his you know his ankle drains had that injury from Trout, he's still a knock on yeah. effect. Would you play him? Does David Carey deserve to start? He was really good against Arsenal last week. You know, there's, there's loads in there, so let us know your, your thoughts. I mean, the next article here is from a Belgian journalist, Sven Klaas. I'm guessing that's how you say his name. Let us know in the comments if you're a Belgian man or Swedish, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I anyway. mean, I'm guessing it says Belgian football journalist. He might be Belgian. But then you could be Swedish and follow the Belgian. He follows the Bundesliga as well. I, I went on his Twitter. Uh, but I wanted to know how Genk are going to come out here, to be honest with you, because we all know. We follow Liverpool all the time. We know what the, the score is usually, but basically talking about the, the manager. Uh, and it's talking about, look, they're, they're in a difficult position in the, in the, in the domestic league Great at the moment. Family. Exactly. Well, it says up here, Ross, so let's check. Uh, Genk are really struggling. It doesn't say the rate. Let's say the rate. Well, um, I did the match build-up preview for research yesterday. The rate, and they lost two 0 at the weekend as well. Well, there you go. So I mean, but it, it's quite interesting. We're saying that they get to they get to enjoy the game without any pressure, and the pressure's on Sunday's game. Uh, I think that's dangerous for Liverpool. Teams coming to Anfield. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk as well. Um, they speak about their, their best player at the moment, who is Sander Berg, and he did an interview speaking about how he can't wait to play at Anfield. This is a massive game for these players, and if they're going out there with the freedom of, of not really having to... Obviously, not having to win, so they're going to give it their all to win, if that makes sense. It's dangerous for Liverpool. Yeah, it's it's twofold, isn't it? Without sounding completely arrogant, but obviously being European champions, wanting to play at Anfield, he's obviously got his reputation. Players want to go and play there, and they want to go and have, obviously have a, a good town and enjoy the football, but also they've got one point on the table, so they need to win. So what have they got to lose? They throw the kitchen sink at us, yeah. lose 4-0 sound, or they sit back and get, get 
get done as well, or on a counter attack, whatever their plan is. But they need they need to win. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to know everyone else's thoughts in the comments on, on on the question I'm about to ask you, Ross. But do you think it's gonna? I, I say it's gonna be dangerous for Liverpool. But when teams come out of Liverpool, historically we do quite well because obviously we like to push people forward. When when our when when we're on the break and our and our tails are up, we we demolish teams. So do you think it? it Look, we, we do need to be careful, but is it going to be a positive for Liverpool if Genk do come out and, 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 and try and go for the win early on? Uh, I'd like to think so. I think we, we see the low block size to try against Liverpool. I think we take our time. I think we're a bit more calculated. I think we're not under much pressure. We don't try and force it like we did like two two seasons ago. Maybe we can take our time and break people down like that. Um, more so in the 94th minute, which we <laughs> rather we didn't. Yeah. Race team come out, it creates that space and get runners in behind. Obviously, you've got Salah Mane. If you play Chamberlain, obviously, you can drive it at defence as well. Yeah. I think that would help us play our game a lot more and a bit more fluidity. But at the same time, we need to be switched on at the back because you know we've clean sheets haven't come thick and fast so far this season. after these We'll wait and see. No, I mean, it, it is going to be very interesting. Like I said, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Obviously, we do have Genk tonight. It is the big focus. Alisson speaks about it. Klopp speaks about it. We think about the next game first. We don't worry about the one after that. But it is Man City, Ross. Yeah. Pep Guardiola came out off after on the weekend, basically, after this game. City have just won. He got asked about Liverpool. And then he brandished Mane a diver. Um, thoughts? <sighs> this is something that we've been sussed on the, on the round of league show yesterday. And I, I, I get he was asked about Liverpool, but I, the, the, the bit I took from it was the fact that he wasn't asked about Manny specifically. And he said, oh, sometimes you know it's good play, sometimes he's down, blah, blah, blah. I think when you know people in glass houses shouldn't throw bricks, I know Sterling's been accused of doing it before, and Manny made the most of his, his contact earlier on Sunday, and it's happened before, and obviously he got, he got booked and stuff, but... Like I just don't like mind games. Just like who gives a shit? Just like you both got we both got games tonight. The, the, the managers are very good at it. No, I mean obviously Ferguson was fantastic. Had it, Mourinho was fantastic. Had it. Just getting under people's skin, and I don't think Klopp will. I think it makes a difference. No, no, of course, doesn't. And Klopp, look, we know we know how cool and collected Klopp is. He won't care. He'll just laugh it off. Uh, it is interesting. Someone put a compilation out on Twitter of uh, Pep. Look at this, and a lot of them. There was contact, and I know you can you can say oh blah blah blah, but these players aren't stupid. Manny's very good at it as well. Sterling's great at it. Kane's great at it. Aguero's great at it. Suarez was fantastic at it. Drogba was unbelievable at it. it. Was one of Drogba's best qualities I thought is being able to drop to the ground and get free kicks in dangerous areas. The 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 art of getting contact and then going on the floor. Yes, there's an element of diving. Of course, there is. But it's a big part of the game at the moment. And I remember a few seasons ago, we'd watched the Champions League when Liverpool was first coming back into it under Klopp and a bit under Rodgers. We'd look at it and we'd go, that's what the Champions League is now. It's People jumping on the floor to get free kicks in dangerous it's positions. It's one of the forms of dark arts, isn't it? And you love it when your players do it and win something for you. But you hate it when someone else does it against you. So it's... Just, it's, 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 it's both teams do it. Every team does it. Well, Ross, you know when a, when a centre-half... Like City are fantastic at this as well. Centre half kind of fucks up a bit, tiny little bit, and someone puts his arm on his shoulder and he jumps to the floor. And the this ball. is a centre. This is a Premier League centre half who battles right. with people week in week out, and a touch to his back makes him drop to the deck, and the ref gives it. That's what I mean in terms of buying fouls, and uh, it's, it's, it's just a it, very interesting conversation. It's exacerbated when it's in, in the penalty area. 
And it's, oh, next, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same situation. With talking the VAR about. stuff, no, that, that, it gets scrutinised so much. No, but I mean, well. when it's in the penalty area and someone's doing the exact same thing as a centre half would do there, yeah. you don't blink twice when it's a centre half. Go fucking hell, get, get up when it's in the penalty area. It's it's it's, it's a very interesting conversation. What do you think of Pep Guardiola's mind games and Klopp's response to it, in which he was just like, "Well, uh, I don't want to speak about City. He wants to speak about Genk. He's a very, he's a very clever man." This year, yeah, but we're going to need to talk about Man City in his next story, Tom. Despite it being against tonight, uh, Liverpool fans react as Michael Oliver is named as referee from Man City clash. Um, this might be music to some people's ears. It's probably the best of a bad job. I think he's probably one of the better referees. Um, but it was supposed to be Martin Atkinson, and for some reason, can't think why. Tom, not as just. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Because he's shit at his job. But No, but does, does that mean that the governing body just don't trust him? Like, that's They're probably weird. just taking him out of the limelight to protect him. But loads of people reacted and said, thank God it's not Martin Atkinson. There is a God, best ref, best ref in the Prem, most assistant ref in the league. Um, at, at a time when... Uh, at a time when the qualified refereeing coach is often criticised, often rightly, Oliver is the best in the country. He's the ideal appointment for the Liverpool City meeting, hopefully avoiding controversy at the top of the table clash. It, it, it is an ideal one, I think. You're right with the Martin Atkinson stuff. Uh, he's had a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. Not just the Liverpool games, by the way. No, I know, that's what I mean. He's, yeah. had, a, he's, had, a, he's had a massive bit of a nightmare. And, and, and the VAR is obviously a massive, a, massive, um, a massive thing at the moment. There is... A meeting Ooh. taking place, Ross, with this VAR stuff, as you can see on the screen now. Premier League to discuss radical VAR change and changes, including appeals from managers. That's the big thing here. Premier League managers could be allowed to appeal a refereeing decision during a match amid a number of potential VAR changes. But they shouldn't have to. They should just fucking get it right in the first place. No, but place. that's quite. It's quite interesting that obviously there's going to be a whole host of, of things brought forward. Basically, it's a big meeting where lots of people. Uh, give their criticism, leave us your thoughts on what you think should be changed with VAR. So I'll take a few of them later and we'll discuss them. But there's a lot of there's a lot of different um, thoughts of what could be changed, what could be implemented, going to the screens for one. Um, Did you see that nice. times this morning? Exactly, yeah. that, that, that Premier League uh, referees don't go to the screens for VAR because it's not a thing. But in everybody else does. Yes, it's weird. Uh, but 
I, what do you think about this manager challenging thing? Sort of like a tennis thing where you get it, you get a challenge and then anywhere on the pitch you can challenge a decision with VAR. That's quite interesting for me. Uh, it is, but it shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't get to a manager having to appeal a decision. VAR has been brought in to get the decisions right and they can't do it, then, it should, then that should be changed. I said, I voiced my opinions quite clearly on the Iran League yesterday for quite a while. The people that are in charge of it, get rid of them. Mark but, Rex is not good enough. John but Moss I'm not is talking not about enough. penalties and offsides. I'm talking about... A free kick. I'm talking about an, an innocuous free kick that... Yeah, what, so you clock. get like two shouts a game? No, genuinely. And you go, right, ref, that was a foul, I challenge you. When the ball goes out of play and then it goes back to there. I wonder how that would work. Manish. But I think that's really interesting in terms of you could literally have... Jürgen Klopp could say... Like, a manager, for instance, could be like, I think... It could be as little as, that's a foul throw. You know what I mean? And you go, no, ref, check that. That's a foul throw. But the referee should be spotting things like that anyway. Of course, but like it doesn't I, I, I get your argument, but I don't. managers shouldn't be not involved in refereeing the game. They should be able to do But then it, it happens in tennis, and I know it's a different sport. But, but it's then, binary, isn't it? But then that's what I mean. It's ban a foul throw is binary. That's what I mean. But the referee should see a foul throw, but that's a foul throw. Oh, 100%, why you have to... 100%. But then the, 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 the umpire in tennis should see that the ball goes out of play, but he doesn't, so they brought in Hawkeye. But Hawkeye's a bit different to a foul throw. <laughs> No, no, it's the same thing. It's it's video, no. it's video help. I'm at the end. It. Let us know your thoughts. We're, we're obviously disagreeing. We'll have a talk off camera. Probably end up in a fight. Um, no, we won't. Help. We won't. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, moving on. Liverpool's goal of the month. Uh, this is on LiverpoolFC.com. Go over there and check it out and vote for your goal of the month. I've already got one lined up. Here are the options. Yeah, I've already voted for this. Mainly because, obviously, Chamberlain's goal is the right answer. It is the right answer. Yeah. Um, I can't remember half the other ones. Arrigi's first and second, yes, I remember. Salah versus Genk, also a very good goal. Chamberlain versus Arsenal, very good goal. Yeah. Brewster, I've not seen. Sadio Mane v Leicester. Um, so I know, Sai's very good at this. Was it the chip? Was it the throwing thing? No, that was against no. Genk. We won, the, we won the game with the penalty, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, but I can't remember the first goal. Well, there you go. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> professional. <laughs> you should have watched these. It's before, just so much that comes at you. Well, we score so many fantastic yeah. goals, oh. side that we just can't remember them all. Uh, I'm going to vote for that one because it is the right answer. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, Tom. Oh, this is your fault. Why? Because you did it on our account. Anyway, let's move swiftly on. We've already voted for that one, but Ross did it. Uh, lastly, uh, decisions on playing Liverpool's Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, Naby Keita made for respective AFCON qualifiers. That is a long, long title. Basically, three African players in our squad have been named in their respective squads. That's Salah's gone for Egypt, Mane's gone for Senegal, and Keita is going with Guinea. Uh, so in the next um, international break, they're all going to be going away and playing their respective friendlies. Um, the Salah got rested, Naby Keita was obviously injured, and Mane, I can't remember if he went or if he got rested as well. But I think, look, there was an interview with uh, that James Pierce did on The Athletic with Trent, and he spoke to him about playing for your club and your country. And... Trent was just like, it's always a dream of mine to play for my country. It must be at the top level. These players want to play for their respective countries, don't they? Yeah, I, I get that and I respect that. Obviously, not a fan of, of international football and wish, wish they could have a little break. And particularly with Mohamed Salah, I think you've got to be careful with his injury. Yeah. You know, I think he's been pushed quite a lot in the past few weeks. And I think you've, you've seen that in some of his performances, particularly against Aston Villa. I think he was very good. But, you know, as I said, he, he hadn't trained and he had fluid drain from his ankle because he, 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 got, he got injured. Kate is an interesting one because of all the stuff that happened previously during the summer when he 
got taken away. And he should have been rested. And that aggravated his injury. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think two people got sacked from the from the setup yeah. of Guinea yeah. um, to do with like just things that they shouldn't have been doing basically. Um, and then Sadio Mane, fine. I, I'd rather they were rested. Um, just because I want them to be that good for this January, December. Yeah, it's fair. Let us know your thoughts in the comments as well. Speaking of that, Simon, do you have any comments for us? I have, yeah. We haven't got time for too many. I'll just read out one or two. So on the VAR stuff, Paul Young says, teaching Atkinson Moss and the other older refs VAR is like teaching your nan how to use an iPad when they come out. Uh, and then John Pritchard, and I agree with, said, VAR is already stopping games and ruining the flow too much. Absolutely not into that manager challenge idea. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I, I, I understand that. I admit mean, you're wrong. I mean, I we're all entitled to our own opinions. You are, but it's wrong. Uh, go and check out the Around the League show. It went out this morning where Ross, Ben and Jack basically went in on VAR. I remember there was a distinct moment, Ross, where you didn't stop ranting for a good four minutes on VAR. It was a good rant as well. Go over there, check it out. Mm. Because I was just sat there agreeing with most of it, to be honest with you, uh, which I don't normally do with you. So No. I know it's just a bit of a joke, isn't oh, it? Yes. Frustrating for it's for everyone, and like they're trying to make it better. And when you see what's going on in other leagues and stuff, I'm not going to do me rant now, but it's just Go it's just it. embarrassing. And that comment's right. I blame the referees, the people in charge, but aren't good enough. So um, we'll wrap it up there. No, Get we're going to take one more. Come on, oh, Sykes, one more. One more. Uh, Put one you on the spot, but I want one more. Uh, so on the Guardiola Klopp stuff, yeah. uh, Matthew McGraw he says, guaranteed he's only mentioned the diamond to get the excuses in already. Pretty sad. And Rob D says, Guardiola can keep his mind games. Klopp's too busy concentrating on what we're going to do to, con- to be concerned about Guardiola. Control what you can control. That's a very good point. And actually, it might just be mind games between managers. It might be mind games to put pressure on the referee. As, yeah. if, to, as if to say, yeah. well, Manny's diving. And is that in Michael Oliver's head? Is he going into the games of something to watch out for? Maybe it's pretty clever. No, I'm sure there's there's going to be repercussions to it, whether it'll be in the back of people's heads. Hopefully it's just in the back of Pep Guardiola's minds yeah. too much. Hopefully it's in the back of uh, Man City's defenders too much. Can we get close to Mane? Is he going to drop to the floor? Can we get too close and then we, and then we score because of that? Or they, they, they go in and have a stronger one? Look, if, if Mane's in the box and gets kicked in the back of the leg again and he goes down... He goes down and yeah. it's a penalty, and and I'm sure Sterling will do the exact same thing, and both sets of fans will will be livid if it goes either way. But at the end of the day, it is a part of the game. It is one of them. What um, are the odds of a VAR controversy deciding this game on Sunday? Oh, massive! But oh, then uh, one of the or not deciding. Well, the, <laughs> exactly. I think the, the the thing with Liverpool and City is they have been so tight. It's been these clinters off the line. It's been these little little fouls. It's been Maris missing pens. It it was so close to each other in terms mm. of being two world class sides that it always comes down to these things because I mean think of Liverpool against Chelsea in in, in the run into to Istanbul and stuff like that. It's two massive sides fighting against each other and, and it's going to come down to minute details and now we have the video technology to show us the finest of details. Yep, armpits offside and all. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Don't forget to go and check out The Athletics. www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash redmennews to go and get 50% off a yearly subscription and a 30-day free trial. We'll be back tomorrow at half 12. If you're going to the game tonight, enjoy it. If you're watching it at home, enjoy it. If you're going to the pub, enjoy it even more. So yeah. <laughs>